Hello everyone, this is Blind Sanity and uh, today you have a double whammy. You not only have to deal with my French accent once again, but I'm also losing my voice. I'm sick and usually when I have a flu or a cold or hopefully not COVID, but um, when I have something that is respiratory, the first thing to go is my voice. So hopefully you'll be able to uh, to hear me okay and um, get through the next 10-15 minutes uh, of uh, this episode uh, without too much uh, trouble. Today's um, episode is dedicated to lighting. Um, it seems to be something relatively simple, um, especially for people with a good eyesight, but for people who have... Um, a, a vision disability, it is a vexing problem. Um, for uh, Again, for people with good eyesight, uh, the answer to blindness or the answer to darkness or low vision is um, probably to, um, to do the equivalent of flashing the most uh, violent um, and strongest uh, light at your, at your face. Uh, so that you can see everything you need to be, uh, to, every, everything you, you, you want to see. Um, it's unfortunately not as simple on our side as some of you already know. Depending on our disability, we may need a special kind of light um, or a special kind of technology that help us deal with um, uh, ambient light or even uh, the light coming from your workplace environment. And this is something that people with good eyesight have a lot of problem to um, understand. Um, so maybe that episode, um, you could probably share it with some of your friends who helps you around, um, some of your friends who help you around, um, and maybe that would help them uh, understand that um, uh, just uh, opening the windows or um, uh, switching on all the light is not necessarily uh, something that may help you. Even though they're trying to do what's good for you, it does not help much. So let's get going with this. Uh, there are multiple ways uh, for you to discover what is um, your uh, actual uh, lighting needs um, at work and, in your, um, um, and at home or in a general in your surrounding. Uh, you uh, you can try on your own. Uh, there are many shades of light, many um, uh, model of uh, lampshade or um, lamp uh, that you can buy absolutely everywhere. You can try and play on hit and miss to figure out what it works best for you. Uh, but it gets old really fast. Um, you're gonna have to return a bunch of things. Amazon will love you, uh, and uh, at the end of the day, it's it's not the most practical things to do. Um, the second possibility is to talk to your eye doctor, the one that diagnoses your disability. He might know um, a few tricks, or a f he might give you a few tips um, as to what kind of lighting uh, technology or what kind of lighting. Um, is um, uh, could be comfortable, could make your life more comfortable for your condition at the current time when um, um, he uh, examined you. Uh, there is a third possibility that is a little bit more costly but very, very efficient. It is to use uh, companies uh, that are called adaptive technology companies. Those companies are used to uh, work with uh, the disabled uh, community it could be anything from eyesight to um, um, uh, people who don't have um, a good hearing or things like that. 
but they usually have a consulting department that may come to your workplace or your home and look at your environment and give you advices on how to improve your life every day. Um, and um, uh, they are particularly good at giving you um, a list of what is needed for your lighting needs. Uh, as I mentioned, this is usually very expensive and in COVID days, um, it is a little bit difficult to get them to go to your workplace or your home uh, to visit and uh, see exactly what your needs are. But I had um, some luck using Zoom um, in the past, so this is probably a, a something that you may, may consider. It is uh, expensive, as I said. Um, I am not sure that your health insurance can pay for it or will pay even part of it. Uh, I was lucky the Department of Rehabilitation for the state where I live, the state of California, um, actually paid for their services. So I had a chance to get um, a couple of hours consulting with them uh, through Zoom. Uh, and uh, we went through many uh, different um, uh, technology, adaptive technology for my uh, uh, eyesight issue. And uh, we also talk about lighting. Um, so what I am going to do here is basically use um, my experience and try to give you some tips that may give you a head start if you did not have a chance to do any of the three possibilities that I described here. Um, I hope this will be helpful and at the very least this will be a good base for a discussion with um, your doctor or um, on your own if you want to try with uh, various items you can purchase everywhere, uh, Target or Amazon, anything like that. The first thing uh, that um, we need, um, uh, you guys need to, uh, to get is that brighter is not necessarily uh, the better. And um, also um, you need to understand that uh, your lighting needs depend on your disability. For example, I'm taking my example um, uh, here, um, I have a pretty bad case of photophobia or light uh, sensitivity, which means that any kind of uh, lighting um, where my eyes can see the actual light bulb, regardless of what it is, it could be a dimmed uh, LED light or anything like that, this basically um, uh, shoot my eyes. It make me feel like I'm walking in a cloud for um, for uh, almost immediately, and it take me 15 to 20 minutes to recover from that, and it's pretty much a waste time, a waste of time for me. <coughs> Sorry for that. Um, and this might actually be something you need to consider. It is not always a good idea to have a lighting fixture with apparent light bulb that flashes to your eyes that you can actually see. Even indirectly, um, it is amazing to see how much damage it does for my um, uh, vision uh, every day. And you might have to consider that too. This could be a problem, uh, a problem for your own condition. This is the first tip. The second one is that, um, well, what could replace something with a direct um, exposed light bulb? For example, a floodlight is a big no for, um, uh, for my condition. But a spotlight uh, with a light bulb that is uh, deep inside the, the fixture and direct the light in a wall or in certain area of my um, uh, environment might actually uh, do me good. 
uh, at work, for example, uh, those uh, ridiculously um, um, large um, neon um, lighting that you find everywhere in your cubicle a big no-no for me, but a desk, uh, a desk lamp uh, with um, a shade uh, on top, uh, which basically means that I do not see the light bulb, but the light bulb actually, uh, the, the light come from underneath the, um, the, 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 the lamp, uh, can actually uh, answer, uh, can actually help you uh, um, work or function uh, normally uh, at work or even at home. So the important part is shading uh, or use anything that can prevent a direct exposure to the light bulb itself. The second thing you need to consider is um, the kind of light that uh, you are uh, more uh, sensitive to. Uh, when you look at uh, people with good eyesight, you are going to start seeing people walking around with tinted glasses when they uh, look at their computers or uh, even when they go to the movies or things like that. That is because they're trying to avoid uh, the blue light that is uh, present everywhere in our technology around here and even in the, um, uh, some light fixture when they go shopping. And it makes them feel more comfortable. So if you work for them, you can imagine that this would work for us too. Uh, I um, tend... Uh, for my own condition, to like um, uh, softer um, light bulb, uh, meaning that in the range uh, that I like the, the, my, my light to be in the range of the yellowish to orangish um, kind of tint compared to a white or um, um, bluish um, uh, tint to the light that you get uh, from a neon bulb, for example. Um, after doing a little bit of research, uh, I've, I've seen that um, it is uh, orange uh, and a, a, the, the yellowish orange tint is good for people with RP, but there are other conditions that um, wear um, a color a little bit more pronounced blue or green or even red is more adapted. Um, so you may have to try. Um, a few tents before deciding on purchasing a bunch of light bulb for, for your um, house or uh, to replace all the light bulb at your workplace. Um, at your, at your workplace. Um, an inexpensive way to do uh, that is if you have a Mac, I'm not entirely sure that this works for Windows, but if you have a Mac on your disability uh, setting, there is a way to change the tint of your screen. And it's actually pretty, uh, pretty good. Um, and you can choose an, almost any kind of tint and they will show you a bunch of colors and what they look like with the tint that you selected. And it is up to you to decide which one is more pleasing uh, to your eyes or which one works better for you. And once you determine which one it is, it is up to you to uh, figure out how to get uh, a light bulb with that particular tent you like uh, so much. Um, if you find something that is a little bit difficult to uh, purchase online, a tent, uh, for example, if you're looking for something that is definitely bluer or greener, you may have more luck buying LEDs uh, that can change color or tint uh, with a remote or with an, uh, um, uh, an app in your phone. 
Uh, they're a little bit expensive, but maybe worth uh, worth the worth the, the the cost, especially if you're very sensitive to a particular uh, kind of um, tent that you cannot find uh, um, at Target or at Walmart or anything like that. Now we talk about the location of um, lights um, that your lighting need. We're talking about tent. Now let's talk about intensity. Uh, as I said, uh, for me in particular. Um, it is always better to have a source of light directed below my eyes. Um, and uh, I basically um, mean by that that um, if I have um, a, a desk lamp, the top will be covered, I wouldn't see the light, and the light would come from underneath. So the, uh, the source of the light will always be under my nose uh, or under my eyes uh, at the opposite of uh, floodlights that are uh, on top of my eyes. But you can imagine that even if you choose uh, the right orientation of your lighting needs and uh, the, the right tent um, uh, that makes um, your life more comfortable to, uh, to handle, um, it makes zero sense um, if you put a piece of paper, a, bit, a piece of white paper under your uh, desk lamp and the intensity of the light is so bright that it reflects to you and blinds you. Uh, it may seem uh, ridiculous, but uh, this is one of those examples where uh, brighter is not necessarily better. So you may have to look for a piece of, um, uh, for, for a fixture with a, a, a dimmable, um, with a dimmer. Um, they are, again, a little bit more expensive because you are now looking at a special design, you're looking for a special tent, and now you're looking for a special um, uh, uh, feature, uh, you want a dimmer. Um, there are uh, ways to do this uh, on the chip, but if you're looking for um, a lamp fixture that features all, uh, all three things that I just mentioned, this is going to start to become costly. Uh, for example, I have at home three um, light fixtures that um, basically uh, do exactly what I just uh, said and a small uh, desk lamp costs 300 bucks while um, um, a bigger one that um, stand, uh, with a stand uh, that stay on the floor and is about uh, five feet tall with adjustable height uh, cost about 700 to 750 dollars. They are expensive, but they are things you can do uh, on your own to decrease the cost. Um, uh, there's a lot of DIY here. You can, like I said, buy a particular kind of LED that can be programmable to get the tint you want. You can buy a, a fixture, um, um, a, some kind of a lamp with the right shade. Those shouldn't be that expensive. And then you buy a dimmer uh, at Home Depot. Then you get everything done here for probably, I would say, 10 times cheaper than um, the, um, the, the fancy stuff I got at home. Now, um, one thing that I found very surprising is... Um, the, the way um, the outdoor light is treated uh, in all houses, um, especially in, uh, uh, in the US. Uh, this is not something that we do in Europe, but in the US, we love blinds. And apparently, blind is a death of you uh, for some uh, condition, some eye condition. Apparently, anything that looks like a bright 
a high contrast between bright color, a bright light, and then a dark area, and then bright again and dark area. Uh, the the way blind work on your windows is very detrimental to your um, uh, vision hygiene. And I was told that uh, those blinds are actually not uh, very adapted for my condition. You may have to uh, look into it for your own condition, but uh, I heard this is something that is pretty common uh, for people with low vision. The best way to deal with um, outside uh, or outdoor light uh, going through the window is to not use blind at all, just raise, raise them completely and leave the, 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 the light coming in. It is still better than uh, having that um, high contrast, bright uh, black, bright black uh, pattern um, when you walk in front of a window. Uh, you can also use a film uh, that would filter uh, some of the light coming out of the, um, uh, the window, or you can also uh, use uh, curtains to cover the blind if um, you don't want to get rid of the blind. I mean, uh, if you live with someone who has a good eyesight, there is no reason why that person could not enjoy the um, convenience of blind just because you, this is not good for you. Um, of all the technology and all the changes uh, or, or, or property that I mentioned, that blind um, is probably of work the best for me. Uh, my overall, um, um, I would say, uh, comfort uh, at home and at work have been greatly improved by just making those changes on all the blinds that I have uh, uh, around the house. So this could be something that you should start first uh, and see if it works for you. Now, um, if you work on your own uh, or if you live on your own, uh, this is not a big deal. Uh, but if you live with someone or if you have a bunch of people working with you uh, in, the same, uh, in, the, uh, in the same office, um, it is not always um, possible for you to make these changes, especially when we're talking about those um, neon lights um, um, uh, at your office or um, uh, even uh, those, like I say, those blinds at home. Um, you uh, might realize uh, that um, as your disease progress, uh, your environment will become darker and darker, or maybe your need uh, or your lightning need would change to a point where, uh, well, the general um, environment at work and uh, at home will be uh, progressively, uh, will be darker progressively for people with good eyesight. Um, it is uh, something that they will have to deal with. Um, it is easier for them to handle this um, uh, dark environment when they go back home or work um, or, or when they are in the office than for you to deal with a very bright uh, environment where you cannot work uh, or you cannot function uh, normally. Um, at work, it could be a little bit of a problem. So uh, if you have a chance to have your own office, I would encourage you to ask for one so you can make the changes for you that will not affect your coworker. But at home, um, if you live with someone, you have kids, a partner or anything like that, this is going to be a little bit uh, more of a problem. So one thing that you need to, uh, to take into consideration is the need of the person uh, living with you on top of yours. Uh, for example, um, I live in a place that is um, actually uh, relatively dark um, and uh, the friend that lives with me uh, have a good eyesight. So in order to make his life a little bit more, um, 
easy to handle at work when I'm around. Um, I use a lot of um, nightlight. Um, I use nightlight at almost any uh, power outlet uh, on walls and on corners. Uh, so that helps my friend to, um, to have the proper amount of light for him to function normally while not blinding me completely with something that is uh, too bright. Um, nightlight usually have something like 50 to 100 lumen. Uh, it is not very bright um, and should not bother you too much. Um, the advantage of using those nightlight uh, is, uh, 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 on top of that, uh, is um, for you to be able to see when you get up in the middle of the night. Uh, I don't know, you want to go to the bathroom or anything like that, uh, to actually locate where your walls are without having to switch on the light and wake up your partner or uh, wake up the whole neighborhood depending on your um, uh, lighting uh, need. I use um, those um, um, nightlight uh, on outlets that are near corners or uh, in uh, around my kitchen um, uh, island. So I know where the kitchen starts and I know where the kitchen uh, island uh, ends. And uh, in the bathroom, uh, they're actually pretty useful. So you can actually locate yourself and uh, prevent you, uh, that will prevent you from hitting a wall in the middle of the night um, if you don't see anything. That's uh, all I can tell you uh, for now without going uh, into um, too much detail. Um, as I said, uh, lighting is a very, is not a simple thing to deal with when you have uh, a, a vision problem. Um, what work on day one may not work on day two or three, especially if you have um, a disease that progresses uh, with your age. Um, there's two ways to deal with it. Um, try to uh, stay on top of um, uh, on top of your um, your disability. Uh, go to the doctor very often. Um, yes, the doctor might not give you uh, good news or. Uh, may keep telling you the same thing, like, you know, uh, your RP is not curable, so um, it, what the point on seeing them all the time? But at the very least, if he notice that there's a progression in your disease, he will be able to tell you about uh, additional adaptive technology that might help you, um, and particular, particularly some lighting technology might help you to deal with your everyday life at work or at home. Um, the same way as people with good eyesight uh, are trying to help you, you got to understand that it is something that they will probably not uh, entirely get. Uh, they'll, be, they'll be trying to be helpful. Um, the best way to deal with it is be patient and communicate with your friend to tell them what are your needs and try to find a compromise in the middle uh, between their need and yours. Um, it shouldn't be that difficult uh, on their side to understand uh, that your needs are probably uh, more important than theirs. They can adapt. They have eyes that, that work very well. They can adapt to darkness at the opposite of some of us. Um, but again, this is a lot of communication uh, between you, your friend, and your family members. It's um, the equivalent for me as um, a, a, someone with a very good eyesight asking a person that's completely blind uh, what is blue 
And it's very difficult, it would be very difficult for somebody who's blind to explain what is the color blue if he doesn't know what it is to somebody who knows what that is. So it may seem a little bit frustrating, but there is a lot of communication um, um, uh, possible there that could make things uh, easier for both uh, sides um, uh, at the same time. That's it for now. Uh, if you have any more information, uh, if you need any more information, or if you have uh, any tips on how you deal with your um, eyesight and your lighting uh, need for your eyesight, don't hesitate to share. A lot of people um, would appreciate that if you can share publicly on Twitter. My um, Twitter handle is at blindsanitypod. You can share on Facebook at Blind Sanity Podcast, or you can email um, us uh, uh, at blindsanitypodcast at gmail.com. Either sending me um, a text message, uh, I mean a message using text, or you can attach a voicemail uh, explaining um, how you deal with your lighting need on a regular basis. I'll share as much as I can. Um, at the opposite of other things like braille or uh, things like that, uh, sharing lighting tips uh, and tricks could actually be very, very useful with people with uh, low to very low uh, vision, um, uh, very low vision. Uh, that's it for now. Um, I've been talking for something like 22 minutes now. Uh, I'm out of breath. Time for um, a break for me, and I will see you uh, in our next episode, hopefully tomorrow or the day after. Hopefully I feel better. Have a good day, and uh, have a great end of the day. Bye-bye.